Hey, friends. How do you feel about chimichangas? They're all right. You don't, you don't like chimichangas? Uh, it's like tacos. Well, this month's Geek Fuel box is all about chimichangas. Really? It's got Deadpool. Deadpool. Deadpool is in February. You see, you see that movie? Yet? I have not. I hear it's pretty good. I have. I've heard that it's actually a really good movie. Yes. First R-rated comic book movie. Uh, not true. Oh, I'm sorry, Blade. There you go. I apologize. But that's irrelevant, because this month's Geek Fuel has Deadpool. So if you want some Deadpool goodies, sign up for Geek Fuel. And be sure to do it through our link. Go to geekfuel.com slash ztgd. Every month you get a new box full of geek goodness. What's in a box, you say? Yeah. Well, you get a t-shirt. You get a free game on Steam. And you get a lot of little tchotchkes. 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 <laughs> that's, that's still a word, right? I, I I knew it was a character in Happy Days. Well, I thought that was tchotchke. Close enough. Okay. <laughs> anyway, you can sign up for a monthly plan, three months, six months, or the best value is one year. And if you sign up for a year, you get a bonus pack with a Star Wars item in it that's up to a $30 bonus value. So be sure to sign up at geekfuel.com slash ZTGD. I, I don't I don't think they're going to send you any frozen chimichangas, though. Nah, nah. You have to stick with the mark with the mouth for that one. Yeah. But anyway, sign up today. Stop another week of Before G Radio. I think that was the, the, the shortest build up to that. I just hit go. 418, episode 418, February 22nd, 2016, the year of our Lord Street Fighter. <laughs> Best game ever. Oh, I hope you're ready. Y'all ready for this? Street Fighter. Street Fighter conversation, along with the price announcement of the HTC Vive, should lead to a lot of interesting conversation today. So I brought in a panel of experts. <laughs> and John. And John. Uh, with us today, the Wombat will be joining us shortly. He's having PC issues. Uh, but we have Drew calling in from the field. Yeah, I'm in Bosnia again. It sounds like you are. It sounds like you're doing a report. I am. I'm doing a report in Bosnia. I'm sick, and I'm on two hours of sleep. He's from the front lines, Fuels of War. Who hey, that was a mediocre game. That was very mediocre. The multiplayer was pretty fantastic, if you could ever find people playing it. <laughs> uh, with it also with us, we have John. Hello. The non-expert. On the the non-expert. Yes. I'm like the everyman. Yeah. Except for that beard. 
That beard's no no man has a beard like that. No, uh, well, Osama does. <laughs> oh shit! Oh, you man. thought he was dead. You thought he was dead. You thought he was. De- he ain't dead. He's hanging out with Tupac and Biggie, and you know, they're planning a comeback tour. <laughs> Hope not. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, also rejoining us this week is Jay. Hola. Figure Street Fighter talk. You'd be the you'd be the man to talk about it, right? I press buttons sometimes, and they hit people. He just says that. Don't play him online. They smoke you. Bless you, you fools. What's that? I think I beat him a few times. He let you Get in. You. Ah, there's, there's no proof of that. There never will be. <laughs> but, but you're gonna let it rattle around in his head for a few hours. <laughs> oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, let's get right into this, and we'll go ahead and talk to Drew because I know he's itching to talk about video games. Yeah. Which one? Man, I tell you. There's this game that came out this week. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. No, John, why didn't know? Pretty good. Yeah. So good, in fact, that I'm not going to play it until next month. Oh, When the real game comes out. Yeah. When it should have launched? Game, when, that, when that game should have came out, yeah. That's uh, Street Fighter Five. Uh, but, but uh, Drew, it's... It's Street Fighter Five. Doesn't matter. I love Street Fighter. I've loved it since I was a kid. But uh, this game is crap. <laughs> Ouch! This game is this game is not finished by any means. Um, like I, all right, I'm going to be very negative about this, but let's get this out of the way first. The fighting and the gameplay itself is good. Um, I think that the the mechanics that they have in in the game itself, with like the V skill and the V triggers, uh, the critical arts, even the combo system feels a little bit more open to where you can actually link stuff a lot easier. So, for uh, someone who, uh, some like myself, who never—I mean, I played a little bit of Street Fighter Four, never really went hugely in depth with it. Um, I never got the. Was it the? Uh, what was the thing that that had? The focus attack. Is that what the focus saying? attacks. Yeah, I, I could never really pull them off. So is this better for me, the system? Is it easier to, to to get to grips with? Yeah, I think so. I think this is a way more accessible for people uh, in certain aspects. Um, I think it would be a lot more accessible if there was a challenge mode to show you combos and things like that instead of you just having to learn them on your own. You know what would, be, that, you know what would be great? Is if they told you what the fucking V-Skill does. <laughs> there's, there a lot of, there's a lot of characters that it does not explain what that does. Yeah. So it doesn't dude. tell you. No, you just gotta no. figure it out. No, just like oh, reuse hands light up. I don't know why. Yeah. And what does that do? Give him better, more power. Well, see, that's yeah. the thing. It's it, it's dependent upon character. So like, reuse oh. skill is that he parries. Yeah. But when you do the V trigger, which th- these are two different things, by the way, John. The V skill and V trigger. Yeah, I gathered that one. Yeah. yeah the V trigger is kind of like the super of the V skill. And with Ryu, it's what? It gives him stronger attacks? Is that what it is? It powers up his attacks and makes him faster. Like, his Hadouken comes out faster. Okay. Hadouken! Yeah, whereas with, like, Ken, it, it, it sets everything on fire. So his attacks do more damage, and he, and he has fire in them when you yeah. activate it. But his V skill is running. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's dashing. Wow. Yeah. That, I could be Ken, because I can run. <laughs> you press the buttons, and he runs forward. 
Okay. So it's, and it's, so does, does that remove energy from the the bar then when you run? No, the V oh, the V skill it. is just you just use it. Yeah. Oh, use, okay. Okay. Using the V skills actually generates meter in the in the V trigger bar, mm-hmm. uh, as well as getting hit. So it's it's kind of like the the ultra. Uh, it's like Street Fighter Four had ultra combos as well as super combos, and ultras the ultra bar only filled up whenever you got hit. It plays a lot like that. Hmm. But uh, okay. It all depends on the character. Uh, one thing that the game doesn't even tell you is that there's another use of the the V bar, uh, and that is kind of like a uh, a block break. So, like, say somebody is attacking you, uh, you can block the attack, press forward, and hit all three punch buttons to kind of push them away. So that way, they're not just you know. Holding I think you they down actually the tell you that in the tutorial mode. That's yeah. one of the things they make you do once. Yeah, they make you do it once, and it's uh, it, it uses your whole V trigger. I remember doing it. Uh, it's, it's there, I think, but you're right in that sometimes it's forward and all three punches, sometimes forward and all three kicks, depending on the character. And they don't they don't tell you how much meter it takes and what. I thought it there, took there a lot whole, of things that are not explained properly. I thought it took the whole meter, but I, maybe I'm wrong about that. It takes one section of the meter. Okay, so and some mm-hmm. characters have two, some ha- some characters have three bars. Yeah, you, yeah. Need, you need the full bars in order to activate the V trigger. But you just need one bar filled up out of how many they have in order to use the. It's kind of it's kind of like Mortal Kombat's uh, block breaker, mm-hmm. um, where it takes. I think that one takes two of the three bars. It does. But yeah, uh, but the fighting itself is good. Everything else around it is bad. It's it's poorly handled. It's not finished. I mean, there is no arcade mode. All right, that people say, "Oh, that, that's not a big deal," but when you look at the single-player offerings of the game, it's a fucking joke. Uh, each single-player part of that game only allows you to fight AI-controlled opponents uh, with one single round apiece. You can't play a standard three-round batch against the AI in this game. Nope. Wow, that's stupid. Is that that's coming though? Isn't it? I, have they, they said that's coming? Oh, oh, they haven't said anything about an arcade mode, but I've heard rumors that they said that they might update with an arcade mode. Oh, wow. Okay, Thanks. that's shocking. But yeah, that was not in the initial plans was to bring an arcade mode. Uh, what they're bringing... Me, in, but go ahead, go ahead. I, was gonna, I was speaking to Ken earlier. For me, because uh, I, I messaged him uh, earlier this week saying, well, you know, I'm a, I don't play this online. Sh- should I get this or not and it was like no don't touch it so for me someone who gets their kicks from street fighter out of like an arcade mode i'm kind of boned there, yeah. there's a story yes. mode in there but it'll take you about a half hour to finish it with every character and the full story mode isn't coming until june, june. is it the, like yep. the but is that going to change it is that going to just add cutscenes, or is it going to change uh, the format to best of three they're, they're claiming it's going to be like Mortal Kombat levels, which I'll believe that when I see it. Mm-hmm. This they game said is... an hour to two hours is how long that story mode was supposed to be. Yeah, that's not Mortal Kombat levels. This, this, I mean, I can see why you're angry, Drew. I really can because this is, I mean, it's a shambles. It's not. It's not even that. I mean, that's the single player stuff. Let's talk about the multiplayer stuff. Multiplayer okay. stuff, or the, or the lack thereof. Uh, the servers are absolute garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, 
that you you will constantly be kicked off of the servers at random times and every single thing that you do including single player content has to do with you being online so say i'm in a survival mode which is this where you see how far you can go and you can unlock colors and stuff like that for the certain characters that you're playing as well on normal you have to go through 30 rounds so you have to fight 30 people back to back uh, in order to unlock that color. Well, I want that color, but say I'm playing, I get to level 28 or 29, and I get disconnected from the server, and I get sent back to the main menu. All that progress is gone. Whoa. Yep, since and the, is that fight, you get the fight, fight money, money as well. Yeah, the fight money is server side, so if you're not connected, you don't earn it. Which is important because it's actually DLC cash. Yep. Yeah. Oh, and how how easy is it to earn fight money? It's easy for the first time. Yeah, the first time you're playing this, you get the you get a lot of my fight money from the story mode. You get a decent amount from doing a survival. Uh, as far as playing online against other people, you get some in ranked matches as well as casual matches. In ranked matches, you get a little bit more depending on how higher ranked the person is if you win. If you don't win, you get well, <laughs> get nothing. I think I earned 50 for my first ranked win. Which, I to Which, to put it in perspective, a character cost 100000 and a costume cost 40000 Ooh, wow, okay. So once you've got that initial story mode st- uh, fight money, you're going to be scrimping and saving unless you're really good online. Uh, yeah, yeah, so the first Until... 20k is really easy to get. Yeah. I got about 23k right now. But after that, you got to be grinding the survival mode. And uh, you got to be doing the easy, each difficulty survival mode with every character in order to get more. And that's the only way you can get more right now. Like, other than the, the rank match, which is not really... Like, 50 is nothing compared to, like, this 4,000, 6,000 you get for beating one so, survival mode. So it's 50 fight money dollars per uh-huh. rank match. For depending on who you fight, if you fight somebody close to your rank, then yeah, it's fifty. And how much for a character? Hundred thousand. Oh my god! You will earn enough if you do all the stuff that's in the game right now to buy the first character. Yeah, but that's you, one you character out of eight, six for uh, season six. one. <gasps> and um, unless you unless you pony up the 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 thirty dollars for for people who are not going to play online. Which it's probably best if you just buy the season pass. If you, if you want the characters. Yeah, yeah if, you, if you want the characters. But, Which, uh, I mean, they've, what characters you've got? Blanker and Guile. Well, no, it's it's mm-hmm. Guile, it's Alex, Alex. Uh, Ibuki, Jury, and... Urian. Urian. Yeah, no Saga. Not, not in season one, no. Oh, God. That's, oh, he's one of my favorites as well. Oh, I can see why this stings a bit. Oh, and on top of all that, the wonderful thing is, is like, hey, I like playing Street Fighter with my friends, right? Well, let's jump online and start a lobby together. Well, currently, it supports two-player lobbies, which means me and one other guy can play against each other, deliberately play against each other. That's not a lobby. a lobby. That's not a lobby. That's, that's a that's private a match. Yeah, wow. that's private. All right. Now, eight-player lobbies with spectator motives coming in March. At least that's what they say. Uh, but there's an issue even with that right now. Uh, because to this day, I can I can I can send Ken an invite to my game, right? And he won't get the invite. He don't know where it's at. Hadn't seen it. What the fuck do you do? 
Because you can't, if, you can't invite people from the XMB. You have to use this stupid Capcom fighting network thing in order to do anything in this game. Isn't that so that you can pair up with PC players? Yes. You have that, to. Yeah, that's, that's the point. But the problem is the Capcom fighting network doesn't work. Yeah. You got, and here's, a, here's, here's, here's it's a fighting, fighting not work. work. It's a fighting not work. Yeah, it's the thing. The thing about it too is they do it so that you can cross play. But let's say you buy the game on both systems, you have to create a separate ID on PC and PS4. You can't use the same ID. So you can't basically earn fight money on one and carry it over to the other. And if you unlock stuff on one, it doesn't carry over to the other. (laughs) It's so comical. Yeah, it's yeah. this game. This game is is not. This is this is the definition of an early access game. It's not done. To uh, put into perspective what Drew was talking about, how unstable the servers are. There's a Twitter feed called Street Fighter Five Server. Yeah, that I've... tells you when the things are going down and going up, and what are the problems are. On February 19th, which is three days after the game came out. They posted 14 times in that day about the system going down and up. Oh, Jesus Christ. In one single day, three days after the launch of the game. Would probably not the, the first day either. So Would no. probably have been more had they got it back up faster. Yeah, likely. So it's just it's madness. Like I can't... Drew and I both know the pain of doing survival mode. Getting to like 29. I got to like 44 on hard mode. I'm about to finish it up, get my reward, get my colors unlocked, and get my fight money. The server goes down. Nope, my progress is entirely gone. And then Jay screams, "My fight money!" Exactly. My fight money. <laughs> it's 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 a joke, man. It's an absolute oh, joke. It's it's this is a disaster. Yep. And all of this because they wanted it out for the Capcom Pro Cup. That's ridiculous. Yeah. It's, this is worse. This is worse for them because this obviously is generating so much bad publicity. It is. It's, yeah. it's horrible. But then we get these people who just viciously defend it, like that guy talking about my review. And he's like, I don't get what the problem is. He says, day three and the servers are fine. Are you fucking kidding me? I tried it yesterday, and the servers were completely down. I never was able to log into the servers to do anything yesterday. That's on a Saturday. We tried Friday night for about an hour and a half and played one match. Yes. Jesus. This game is... And it's not finished. Yeah. So you get it from both ends. Like, there's no... The only thing you can do that works 100% of the time is play local versus. Oh, uh, did you guys see that post about the PC version about the lag thing, lag switching thing? No. So, you know that... You know when you have lag with someone because of the way the netcode is provided? Like, the other player, like, teleports around and you don't know what the hell's going on? Yeah. 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 In, on the PC version, if you get that, if you all tab out of the game, the lag fixes itself... But the other person gets the lag instead. So you literally pass off your lag and you're now teleporting in that person's eyes. So think about playing rank matches. All of a sudden, you know, the guy guy starts teleporting on command whenever he wants because he's playing the PC version. Does that sound like something that should have really con- gone past QA? Wow. But you want, you want to hear the biggest kick in the dick. Say you're playing a rank match and somebody quits. He doesn't get no punished. Penalty. He doesn't yeah, get punished and you don't get the win. Yeah. That's crazy as well. Alright, uh, I'll, I'll be right back, guys. Okay, well, while he's gone, Wombat, are you there? I am, can you hear me? I can hear you. It's, you're hey, you're hey, on a phone hey. too, right? I am on a phone because this, wow. Skype, Skype on PC kept trying to dial someone who didn't exist. 
Nice. Um, like as soon as I boot into Skype, it's already trying to kick me into an unknown call. And every time I exit out of it, it dials it again. Nice. Um, I rebooted my computer twice. Finally said, funk this. And now I'm hooked up on my phone. You with might my... be some kind of uh, Trojan or something that might try yeah. to be DDoSing somebody. Uh, that doesn't sound good, man. You should, no, should have I to know. check that out. You are luckily, tr- well, luckily, it's a computer that we almost never use. So. Well, there you, okay. go. you are truly just... Sagat, though. Funk that. Funk that. Funk that. Funk that. The, uh, yeah, I have not, uh, I, 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 I decided that I was going to hold off on Street Fighter Five until I got some, uh, some folks tell me about it. Smooth move. Uh, and, Smart. yeah, sounds like I made the right decision. You did. Um, did. I was, I was, I, I almost had it pre-ordered. I had it in my cart at Amazon to pre-order, and I'm like, you know what? Why don't I just wait and see? Because I know the story mode isn't out yet, and I know that everybody else is buying it. So why don't, why don't I wait and see what everybody else thinks? And man, I am so glad that I did. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, the problem with fighting games that, like, I would have, I would have had the same exact response for any other genre of game other than fighting games, because. Like, when you're at, like, a certain level and you're fighting against people that are about the same as you or better, then if you don't play for, like, the first week and they have, you're already so below their level that it becomes, like, almost impossible to catch up oh, in yeah. that place. See, the challenge is I haven't been at that level since the original Street Fighter Two in the arcade. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so it doesn't... To me, it's more about just the fun of it than actually being competitive at a high level. So yeah, it doesn't... wisely. Yeah, well, I learned my lesson from Mortal Kombat X. This uh, this makes Mortal Kombat X look like a flawless launch. Well, I'm not even worried about the... I'm not even talking about the, the online, because I probably wouldn't be playing it much online anyway. I just mean, I learned my lesson from Mortal Kombat X, because I bought Mortal Kombat X specifically for the story, um, and was disappointed compared to 9. <sighs> it makes me... I, I don't know what Street Fighter's doing with their story, but that thing that they call a story in Street Fighter Five. That's a joke. <laughs> no, that's 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 lame. That's that's fucking. It's like it's not even cutscenes. It's pictures with uh, some dialogue behind it. It's bad it's artwork too. It's I, really bad artwork. Yeah, I don't like it at all. Whew. I don't know. This and game. then it's also it's also got sixteen characters at launch. Whenever Street Fighter Four launched with twenty five, right. <laughs> It's so weird to see such a high-profile game launch with 16 characters. 16 characters would have been a lot 10 years ago. Right. But yeah. I have not seen a game, fighting game, launch with that few characters. Uh, as far as, I think that's my smallest complaint about the game, because I understand when it comes to hyper-competitive games, you can't, like, the balancing act that you have to perform every time you add one new character is enormous. Like, oh, we're absolutely. Like, we're talking months. So I think 16 is fair. I don't think it's too little. I mean, I would have obviously loved to see more, but uh, I think I think that's I, I think it's fair for the, for the amount uh, for the first generation. Well, you can't you can't you also can't sell characters when you've already included them in the game. <laughs> well, well, that too. But uh, yeah, well, I mean, we all know what Capcom stands on uh, on this DLC and stuff like that is. But this, I don't think this is the case in this time. I don't know. It's just it's a weird thing. It it's it it was something that should have been celebrated, not disappointing. Right. Yeah. This should this should have been one of my games of the year. Right now, it's my biggest disappointment of the year. Yeah. 
It's rough. And, and and like Drew said when he first started talking about it, it's so fucking fun to play that it that hurts that much more. Yeah, yeah, I mean the gameplay itself is fantastic. I mean it's a great fighting game, but so everything wrapped around it is horrible. Yeah. Depresses me cuz I don't even want to try to play the single player stuff cuz I'm afraid I'm going to get disconnected and lose my progress. March. Yep. Yeah, we'll let's let's March. play in March. I'm not. I'm not touching that game again until March. Until that update happens, mm-hmm. I've already made up my mind about that because I got disconnected yesterday on like level 29 of the survival mode, and it disconnected me, and I lost all that progress. I said, "You know what? I'm done with this game. I'm done until they fix it." Yeah. Did they say when in March? No, no. Like, no, just March. Just Could it be March. like March 30th. And 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 they never March said it's 2017. They also never said it's all one shot. So, you know, the character's coming, the challenge mode's coming, the eight-person lobbies are coming, but are they all coming at the same time? Mm. Good point. So, I I don't know. I I'd, I'd pr- I would not be shocked to see it delayed, because who knows how long it's going to take them <laughs> just to get things working. They won't yeah. delay the actual game, but they'll delay the updates. Oh, well, of course. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, this game's well, dramatic. They, they got to put out those fires. Yeah, I guess. Uh, anything else, Drew? Uh, uh, a lot of Persona 4. Um, I think that's about it. I haven't, I don't think I've, I played the Mega Man Legacy Collection on 3DS. That's, uh, Mega Man. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is what it is, right? Yeah, it's, 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 it's good though. I mean, uh, the only thing about the 3DS that I don't like is, man, that, that screen's even smaller like, um, because it's it's in the the box, it's not even in like widescreen. Right. Oh, right. Oh, wow. And I, just, I mean, I'm talking like very, very small pixel Mega Man. I'm like, I really can't see this, but all right. <laughs> Are you playing on the XL or the regular 3DS? I'm playing on the regular 3DS. Oh God, that's tiny. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think they added a few things to the 3DS version. Like, I guess they have a. Um, like a museum section showing all the cartridges and the artwork for the games, which was yeah, they got all yeah they got all sorts of stuff there. They got the whole like the sound test basically, and they have the like the whole boss thing that you were talking about. That's really cool. Yeah, I, I'm just saying stuff they added specifically for 3ds. The cartridge thing is new to the 3ds. Oh, okay. Yeah, that wasn't in the original Legacy Collection. Plus, if you buy the Super version, you get a gold Mega Man amiibo. There you go. There you go. But you gotta the game have. It does have Amiibo support, but I don't know what it does. Well, you gotta have a you gotta have a new 3ds for you to even work. It doesn't work on the old 3ds unless you got the adapter. Yeah, which good luck finding that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit hard to find. It's it, like yeah. finding a Circle Pad Pro. What's that? <laughs> oh, I've got a Circle Pad Pro. Yeah, but you don't brag about it because it sucks. I, I <laughs> it helped me out in Monster Hunter. <laughs> That's the one time the batteries will last. I can't believe I think it takes extra batteries. <laughs> I've never had to change the batteries in my Circle Pad Pro. That's because you never use it. How many hours did I put into Monster Hunter, Jay? Good amount. Yeah, I mean, I think I put at least 20 hours into it. God, 20 hours in a portable game makes me cringe. Dude, I put in like 130 hours in Monster Hunter. Yeah. That game. I just I can't play a portable that long. Well, you don't. I don't. I didn't play 130 hours at once. 
Well, I would hope not. You probably would have died. It took many, many weeks and months in order to get that many hours in. And here, John's over here giving me shit for putting in 80 hours in Mortal Kombat X. <laughs> I didn't give you shit. You're like, oh my god, over a year? That's crazy. Under a year. <sighs> Under a year. Oh well. If I, if I didn't have a job and a life, it probably would have been double that. <laughs> All right, anyway, let's talk to John, because I know he's got a jet early. Mm, well, this will be short and sweet anyway, because I've only played a handful of games. Um, so I played uh, The Division Beta. Yeah, I, Again. I, I re-downloaded that, because K-Dub wanted to know what it was, so I played through it again. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, they added an extra mission, uh, just to spice things up a bit. Uh, um, but that thing uh, seems to be shaping up nicely for its launch uh had this time i didn't really go into the dark zone that much uh first time around so i spent a bit more time with that and that's kind of a cool concept it needs fleshing out a bit and it's only a beta of course so uh, you're only probably getting uh, a small uh, slicer of what's going to be available but i enjoyed my time with it um i played some bravely default on 3ds managed to pick that up um uh, which is cute. It's a, it's a nice. <laughs> it's cute. It's cute. It's an it's nice. It's it's like a, the voice acting's quite cool. I like like the characters as well. They seem to have got their own little personalities, which is cool. Um, and I kind of dig in the the brave and the uh, default uh, <laughs> mechanics. It's it's quite cool. Um, although I didn't realise until playing it that there's a little button there for microtransactions. Woohoo! Yeah, uh, that really shouldn't have. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It's like uh, press this essay here, and you you can get the what was it called the uh, some it's bravely second. That's it. They actually call it bravely second, and it's like a an extra special move or something. But this costs real world money. It's like really in a 3ds game. That's weird. So, but you know, I, I don't. I've never as yet been in a position where I've desperately needed that extra super duper move that um, uh, makes me even think about uh, pressing that. It's also really good with um, street passing and so you can basically get warriors in other people's warriors into your game on a on a, uh, on a a battle and they have certain abilities like a super attack or a super heal which is quite cool. I like that. Are you uh, using the options stuff, uh, John? About like You can actually change the frequency where you get random encounters to none to like incredibly frequent and all that yeah stuff. I've, I've put it into 50 percent so it helps me grind okay. um i it's i don't want it because i know it does go up to like 100 percent, so it doubles essentially the frequency and i think that would just get on my tits in a dungeon so i have <laughs> it's, not like, it's not like getting your tits stepped on in a dungeon you know <laughs> absolutely so I, i've knocked it to 50 because uh again i think just having those extra battles will help me level up and, and grind, especially scenes as the job rolls, uh, mm-hmm. the job level ups take so long because you only get a few points for your job uh, uh, through the battles. I would tell you that you shouldn't grind the job levels too much. Like don't don't be don't be thinking like oh I got to get to like master these jobs and stuff. Don't do that early on because you can do that really quickly later down in the game. Uh, okay. okay. So, like, you know, don't worry about it. Just play at the fifty percent uh, that you're comfortable with, and just change it up. Like, that's the best thing about Bravely Default is that it gives you the choice. 
nobody likes random encounters, but when you're in full control of how often they come out or not at all, then it's mm. not a problem. It's not an issue. It's brilliant. No, that's it. And I, I kind of also like the the town building aspect yeah. where you're trying to rebuild your town. I think that's quite cool and gives you good perks, uh, which is I think that's how you then enable moves for your special move, isn't it? Like um, perks for your special moves. So I think that's quite cool as well. Um, but then I'm talking about a game that's two years old and the sequel's due out like next week. Uh, so Damn you I'll guys see. getting it before us. Uh, when do you guys get it? First. Uh, April, I think. Wow, that's a bit of a... It is weird. Wow. That's odd. Like okay. <coughs> well, I'll let you know how that turns out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess the game I've, <laughs> I've been playing the most of is completely irrelevant, really. It's um, uh, Riptide GP2. That game hey. is awesome. Did you hear about that game from Bossman? I did, yes. Okay. Well, uh, he... Yeah, he, he'd been banging on about it, obviously, the last yeah. couple of months. And uh, it, it turned up on sale on Steam for 99 pence and also on the European PSN store for uh, £2.50. And I thought, well, I'll, I'll give him some money. So I bought both because it's like less than £3.50 for both versions. And that game is an immense amount of fun. It's kind of non-apologetic. Hark back to those wave rider, rave racer games from the from the snares. Um, really good mechanics, um, really good trick system, and um, it has kept me entertained for hours. On I think I've played about between seven and ten hours this week of just that game. Uh, so I'm, I've been pretty impressed. Uh, it's I think the Steam sales off now. That was during the Steam sale that they had very recently uh that's now finished uh the psn one i think runs for another week but i don't think it's on the u.s store i think it's just europe uh it's worth picking up it's a good well-made solid racer it's a little lacking in content and on the pc the online is useless because no one's playing it but um considering the price you you're definitely going to get your money's worth if you like that type of game I reviewed it's that so game cool. over a year ago. I know it's yeah, it's it's an old game. <laughs> I'd never heard of it until uh, Carl Bosman uh, mentioned it and absolutely waxed lyrical. And I thought, well, for a couple of quid, I'll give it a go. And it's like, it's so much fun. I have yet to do split screen. I think I might give that a shot because that could be quite cool. Um, but yeah, that's uh, uh, well worth uh, the very small amount of money I spent on it. Um, and uh, I think that's all I've played. I was going to try um, Gigantic because uh, those people in the preview Xbox program uh, got sent uh, code to redeem it. But I think that ends like today or it doesn't tomorrow. Matter. Codes, Sorry? The codes are already gone. I've got the code. Oh yeah, no. I went to. I checked it last night. And it was like, nope, no more codes. No, I downloaded it. Um, it's on my console, but I have. Oh, so you're one of those up. guys who downloaded, didn't even play it. Thanks, Dick. Yeah, Mister <laughs> Division, when it was a closed beta and you redeemed your code and I wanted it and you didn't even play it. I did play it. I played it for four hours. John, kiss my no, ass. First time you told me you didn't. No, I played it with uh, Dave Pearly. I asked you 
about that, and you said I didn't even boot it up. That was not when I got a code. That was when it just showed up in my inventory. I can't give you that, John. And call it off. Bitch. Anyway, um, I haven't played it yet, but I, I might try it uh, a little bit later on this evening, just to see what it's all about. It's a MOBA. Well, yeah. It's a MOBA. 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 Uh, that's, that's all I've played. Alright. Well, let's talk to Jay. Have you played anything interesting? Uh, well, Street Fighter V is the... I said the play. I, I said play. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, trying to get good at that game is hard when shit doesn't work right. But anyway, I play some other games. Um, I won that Super Bowl bet that you guys were all naysaying on me. I told you you had a chance. Yeah, yeah, and then you and then you bet on the... I, I, I was picking... I was trying to be picking smart. And, and I Drew's was... like, oh, they have no chance at all, Joe. They have no chance... Isn't that right, Drew? Right? Remember that? Yeah, I remember that. I texted okay. him, like, with the Broncos up, I think, 17 to 10. I was like, looks like they're going to surprise us. He's like, no, they're not. They're going to lose. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, thanks to that bet, I got a bunch of Steam games, and I decided to uh, check them out. I picked up Avery Attorney, for one. And um, as the uh, the attorney is there for a reason it's very similar to the ace attorney series with the phoenix red and all that jazz does he wear Except, does he wear a suit uh all the birds wear some kind of clothing yes okay I it's not it's not just birds though it's like animals like there's cats there's like lions but they all talk and they uh, the art style is very very interesting and good uh well well done the story is actually kind of neat I don't want to spoil anything in particular, but even on the very first case, I was kind of surprised how it turned out, which is a pretty big deal because I played a lot of lot of these kind of games, so it's hard to surprise me. It's well written, it's clever, it's funny. I'm enjoying it. Um, if you can get it on sale, do pick it up if you like the Ace Attorney games. I played uh, Oxenfree. You guys heard of this game, Oxenfree? I keep hearing people talk about this game, but I have this- yet to play it. That game to me uh, looks amazing. I am just being my normal tight ass self and waiting mm-hmm. for it to go. He wants it to go off games with gold. No, I won't go to now. Well, I won't expect it to go that, but I'm waiting for it to drop in price maybe on PC. Uh, all I knew about this game is that it got incredibly favorable reviews. I think it's sitting at like Metacritic at like something like 89 or 90 or something like that. That's pretty good. Yeah, which is very high for uh, like an indie adventure game. And, I just uh, I just remember seeing a, um, I think it was Giant Bond on Quick Play, and they they got to a part where something happens with the gameplay, and it freaked me the fuck out. Oh thinking, yeah, I am really going to enjoy this game because it looks bonkers. That, that's I think that's the best thing I can say about this game's storyline and plot. It's insane. It'll surprise you. It, like it goes into places where you don't think it will go. And it has me guessing. I'm about about two hours into the game so far, and I have I literally have no idea what's going on, and I'm enjoying <laughs> it thoroughly. Like, it's just like there's just like all these gameplay segments where it's kind of like Groundhog's Day, where you're repeating the same section over and over again, and certain characters remember what's happening, the other one doesn't remember, and you're trying to convince them of this, trying to figure out how to escape from the loop. There may be aliens, there might be ghosts. I don't even know. Man, wow. who is rocking the controller? You you are in that game. Probably me. Uh, what are you playing? <laughs> it's not it's not uh it's not because I'm rocking the controller, it's because I'm on this PlayStation headset oh, that okay. picks up every sound that 
exists in the world. You were. Well, I thought you were like you were doing the the torture sequence in Metal Gear Solid over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Best as no. Oh, um, uh, sorry to encroach on your uh, play, Jay. Um, I did forget to mention something I played last week, but I wasn't on the show, and that's Firewatch. All right. Who's played Firewatch? I get it. What did you think? I liked it, but it kind of was anticlimactic at the end. It's exactly what I thought. I, I got to about... Obviously, we'll avoid spoilers here. Because um, uh, was it you who reviewed it, Jay? No, it was not. No, nope. that was Justin. Yep. Okay, so I kind of agreed with his uh, reviewing the fact that about two thirds of that game, the way through that game, my jaw was like on the floor. It's like, oh my god, this thing is just absolutely astounding, absolutely amazing. This, this, this what's what's going on? I don't understand. This is just blowing my mind. And then, yeah, towards the end, it was like, oh, okay, that's that's a bit normal. Yeah. And I was I was a little bit disappointed by it, but um, can't fault the storytelling. You can tell the pedigree of those guys. The, that, the that, voice that, acting, John, oh, oh it's amazing. So so good. I mean, I'm going to play. I mean, it is a short game. I'm going to try and play it again. And apparently, there are um, you have to actually play it quite a few times to get all of the permutations of the conversations, because uh, a lot of them are exclusive. Um, so I wouldn't mind sort of playing out and seeing some different conversations and see what goes on there and maybe playing with the, the premise uh, a little bit. But um, yeah, the, 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 the story, the uh, conversations and the acting, they just bring it to life. And mm-hmm. visually, it's stunning. Such a good-looking game. You can actually take um, photographs in that game and have the have the developer team or whatever they're who they're associated with have them print them out in the mm. prints and then send them over to you. That's pretty awesome as well. Yeah, that's pretty. <laughs> nice. That's a really nice touch. You can tell how much uh, love they put into their like artistic designs and everything for their uh, for their video games. Very nice. Yeah. Sorry, I, I wanted to mention that because it was a pretty big game. But I wasn't on last week's show. I completely forgot. Yeah, I, f- I forgot to mention that too. But I played that last week myself. Um, and the last game that I played a little bit of, I played maybe about an hour or so, so I can't speak much, but I played a bit of Layers of Fear. You guys play that? I've tried to play it a couple times <laughs> on <laughs> Xbox One. Yeah. And the frame rate is fucking awful. Really? Yeah, like, I played it when it was in early access, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll come back to this, because when they release it, it's gotta be better. Right? Right? Okay, um... No, it's it, the frame rate is like it's. I don't normally am not bothered by stuttering frame rate, but for some reason this game, when you move, it just it it almost makes me sick. Are, are you t- are you talking about because the main character has like a limp? The character moves in like weird angles every time he moves. No, no, no. It has nothing to do with the angles. It has to do with the frame rate entirely. Damn, that's weird. Yeah, and I'm like, wow, they just did not optimize this for Xbox One. And that's the version that I have, because I bought the, the early access version. Right. And, like, I figured, well, when it's released, it'll be better. No, it's still... Other people don't seem to have an issue with it, but I can't play it. Yeah, you don't really complain play. about frame rates too much either, Ken, so that surprises me. Yeah, no, I, frame rates do not bother me. Like, people were flipping out about some games, and I'm like, I don't... Like, Just Cause 3, they're like, I can't play this, it's unplayable. I'm like, eh, it's fine. I mean, yeah, it slows down, but who cares? But yeah, this there's just something about this game that just doesn't set well with me. 
Interesting. But uh, as far as the game itself, it's pretty well made. Um, what I like about this game especially is the use of impossible space. Like you go into one room and you walk out, and then you walk out into a completely different space. And that kind of concept is used very, very effectively to mess with your head. Your sense of direction, where you're going, where you were. So then you start getting a little paranoid. And that little sense of paranoia that just kind of seeps and sits in the back of your mind really does does, a, does wonders for the tension. Um, it's just, it's tense, but it's not entirely scary. But I'm interesting to, interested to see where it goes from here. I'll play more of it for sure. I, I love my horror game, so got to see this through. I, I definitely want to try it, so hopefully mm-hmm. they'll fix it to a point where I can play it. Yeah, I I'm playing the PC version. It's running fine, so I, I wouldn't know about the. Did it's, they put out a PS4 version too? Yeah, the PS4 version launched. Um, Xbox One and PC were out in early access, mm-hmm. and when it launched on the 16th, it just came out on everything. That's odd. I think I guess developers care too much about visual fidelity instead of the frame rates in certain cases. Yeah, if they, if they would just knock it down, maybe resolution wise or something, yeah. that might fix it. But nobody yeah. wants to seem to do that. Yeah, they. I think they. They're still afraid of like the seven twenty piece stigma, <laughs> all that jazz. I think a game that runs at sixty frames per second is much more pleasant to play than something that runs at ten eighty p. Absolutely, Killer Instinct launched at seven twenty p, and it looked fine. Yeah, and that game runs at sixty, right? Yep. Game actually, the game runs at ninety, but they tone it down to sixty. <laughs> That's fantastic. But you need that kind of instant response and no slowdowns in fighting games. And actually, let me. Make, let me bring up one more thing about Street Fighter V. I'm in training mode, and I'm searching for matches for like casual or ranked, and in training mode, there's lag. While I'm playing by myself. Have you, have you like, noticed... Down. Yeah, have um, you noticed the backgrounds are in 30? Yeah. The backgrounds at 30? Yeah, the background, like the animations in the background run at 30 frames a second, while the fighting runs at 60. Yeah. Uh yeah, the backgrounds look really out of place too. Like they don't they don't look as sharp or as nice as the character models and yeah. And I'm forced to play on the training mode anyway with the, the all the blocks and space like empty space because the other stages I find lag too often. So yeah. I'm not There's there's one stage I was reading somewhere that literally slows the game itself down below 60. Uh, what, do you know which stage that is? I, I would have to look it up. I can't remember which one it is. It's got to be the India stage because there's a shit ton of stuff going on on that stage. Yeah, I think it has to do when somebody does a certain move on that stage, it actually drops the game below 60, and people are like, that needs to be fixed because I need, I need my frames. Yeah, the um, thing about frames. those games, yeah, you can't, <laughs> when, you, when you lose your spacing or timing on certain things, it messes up everything because there are just frame moves in that game. Like oh yeah, parent that I use has just framed like uppercut. If you screw that up, that's punishable, and then I'm just gonna die for it. And if that's the game's fault that I missed that just frame because there was a slight delay on something, then that's that's not playable. That's not that's not fun. So you can't have that. But um, yeah, I think I think that's all the games I played. Play uh definitely play Oxen Free and Avery, Avery Attorney if you haven't played it. And Layer up here looks good. All right, so we'll talk to the wombat. The violent controller beating wombat. The violent controller beating wombat. <laughs> yes. New title. Um, so I played a lot this week, actually. Um, I finally finished up The Witcher Three. Oh, wow! Nice. Finished it. Cool. Uh, yep, I did. So now I got to get into um, 
Now I, I want to get into the DLC, but I'm giving myself a little break. How, what yeah, level were you? you? What level were you when you finished? Thirty-four or thirty-five? Yeah, it's about where I was. Um, so you were right. The levels really add up fast when you get to the end of the game. <laughs> no doubt, right? Um, but uh, I tell you what. From you know, I won't obviously spoil anything, but Act Three of that game, um, you know, as much as Act One is about, hey, go anywhere you want, do anything you want, do a bunch of side quests, do a bunch of all this stuff. It's about kind of story building and character building. Once you hit the end of Act Two and all of Act Three, the story on that game takes off on a freaking rocket. Um, and it's amazing. It's the opposite, the complete opposite of the Phantom Pain. Um, everything, in my opinion, that the Phantom Pain did wrong, Witcher 3 gets right. Um, they both spend their entire first act letting you kind of do whatever you want to and explore the world, build character. But then the Phantom Pain completely falls apart in Act 2. And The Witcher 3 is the opposite. It ramps up, and it's it's like uh, one thing after another, after another, after another, and the story builds in a really awesome way to the end. Um, so I gotta say that as much as as well as well as I thought of that game before I got to the end of it, I think even high even more highly of it now because um, the end of it's fantastic. And I'm so happy with the ending that I got. Um, but true to the Witcher uh, fashion, there are um, seemingly innocuous encounters with a main character um, that completely change the landscape of the end of that game. Um, there are like three or four seemingly innocuous uh, moments with a specific character that completely alter the game. Uh, mm -hmm. which is which is awesome um, the um, I also played and finished halo five I saw you playing that you were just racking up those achievements yeah i um my wife and son were out of town uh, and so I rented it and decided I was just gonna beat it in one day, which I did yep uh, and uh you know what it was good I'm glad I played it yeah um, it's not it's not a terrible campaign it's just not that memorable no and it yeah. they um I, I realized about halfway through it why i don't play first person shooters much anymore um because it got it got old fast Damn. um it it was even as short as the campaign was it was probably about seven and a half hours ish yeah uh eight hours maybe i still feel like it was two hours too long um now maybe that's because i was trying to blow through it all in one day but man, it got repetitive towards the end, um, and it's pretty easy to pick up the pattern of I'm going to fight some Covenant, then I'm going to fight some Forerunners, <laughs> then the next level I'm going to fight some Covenant, then I'm going to yeah. fight some Forerunners again, um, but just back and forth and back and forth and back and forth for eight hours. Um, so I, I think you know it's it's probably as much as anything else a um, an example of why I don't really get into first-person shooters anymore. Because I feel like most of them fall into that trap. Um, it's just not its not sustainable for a long period of time, I don't feel like, at least. Well, it depends on the game. Let's, let's, sure. Let's talk about Wolfenstein for a minute. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, the, yeah, Wolfenstein, though, basically completely 
it was a complete departure from the normal first person shooter uh in twenty sixteen or twenty fifteen pattern. Yeah, it was so good. Yeah, it was very good. I think that's still but, the best narrative driven first person shooter I've played in pro- probably this entire generation easily. Yeah, uh, yeah, I agree for this generation for sure. I think, you know, it's um, you know, it's got some competition from last generation um and even the generation before, but um yeah, it was definitely the best one that I played this generation for sure. Um other than that, I did play a little bit of Just Cause, but not enough to really talk about. Um, I did like that intro where you're riding in on an airplane, shooting stuff with a rocket launcher. It, it was basically the most Just Cause intro they ever could have had. Um, other than that, I've been playing just some random stuff. I've been playing some more WWE 2K16, playing um, um, just some other random stuff with Jacob, Plants vs. Zombies, or Minecraft, that kind of stuff. Oh, but Minecraft. My, the um, but we actually just um, uh, put in an offer on a house, so nice. We're gonna Congrats. be we're gonna be thank you. So we're gonna be doing a lot between now and April eighth um, when we're supposed to close to get our condo ready to rent and get the new house ready to go. So I do not envy you. That process is so draining. Yeah, it's yeah. already but it's already draining. The first time you put a box in your new house, though. And think this is mine. Yeah, totally worth it. Yeah, that's what I'm pumped for. Yeah, so. I couldn't imagine being in my house for five years now. I I couldn't imagine myself living anywhere else. Yep. I think about the that's apartment. Yeah, I think about the apartment I lived in before here, and I'm like, I was so miserable. <laughs> and I'm so thankful every day that I was able to do this to buy a house. You know. Yeah. It's it's just it's very freeing. It's very nice. Yep. So that's uh, pretty much it for me. All right. Well, I'll wrap this up. I didn't play a lot outside. I mean, we tried to play Street Fighter a lot. Um, so I spent a long time playing that. I couldn't talk about PBZ last week, but I can talk about PBZ this week. That's the game you should go buy this week. If you played the original and you liked it, this one is essentially the Terminator 2 of Garden Warfare. <laughs> How was the unlocking, though? I remember the first one was insanely draining and grindy. There, it's still very draining and grindy. Uh, um, yeah, you level up now through every, just everything. playing, but each character has its own individual level. Every every character has its own individual level, and every variation of every mm-hmm. character has its own individual level. And there are six characters... Oh, no, I'm sorry. There are seven characters on each side <laughs> with at least five variations of each character. With the, <laughs> That's a lot of unlocking. Oh, yeah. Man. There's over 6,500 stickers oh, Jesus to unlock. But at the same time, you don't need that stuff. It's not like it's required to play the game. True. So you can play without unlocking any of that stuff and still have a fabulous time. Uh, it finally has single player modes, which was a big nice. thing for me. Uh, it also has uh, garden ops for the zombies now. So you can play... In the original game, you can only play as the plants in the in the wave-based horde mode. But now you can play as the zombies, too, and that's, that's a big thing. Um, the online multiplayer is still good. They didn't add a whole lot. It's still pretty much the same thing. With, of course, the three new classes on each side. Um, and turf warfare is the only 
mode you need to play. Uh, but the game itself is interesting because it does not have menus. So when it drops you down into the game, you're just in this big world that you can just run around and do things in, collect items, do quests, uh, invite people into your world to play, switch sides. Um, it's It feels like an endless stream of content that game has. And it's fun. Um, was it the, the microtransaction stuff? Not too uh, fragrant and offensive in that one, I hope? There's nothing in there. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you have to earn everything now, but yep. they, they're more generous with the coins you get for winning matches. Yes, coins are really easy to come by. You know, I get the stars, and at first I was like, why am I collecting these stars? And eventually, you're able to open these chests and clear out certain areas, and they're, they're for cosmetic things to decorate your backyard. But I didn't realize that after you finish, like when you get to a certain point in that game... There's a post-game section, and those stars are used for that. So if you do play the game, I would not recommend wasting your stars on decorations. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, that game, love that game. Um, it's everything I wanted out of the first one. You know, things that weren't in the first one, they, they pretty much answered every complaint I had about the first one. Absolutely stellar game. I can't recommend it enough. It has split screen. It has online. It has co-op. It has single player. It's just too much fun. <laughs> Great. I'll have to check it out. Um, I also spent a lot of time playing 20XX, which what, if, yeah. what the heck is that? If you have not, oh, I can't believe you don't know what this is, Jay. Mega Man X. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially really? Mega Man X if it was a rogue light game. So. It's in early access. It's not out yet. It's on Steam. Um, oh, okay. But you can you can switch between two different characters, um, and they are essentially Mega Man and Mega Man X. Yeah. Um, and then you pick how you want to play. So do you want to play casually? Do you want to play the real? Because you every game is new, so you jump in and you do what they call a run, and the run is one life. You get one life. You go. When you die, you start over. Um, but throughout your run, you can earn upgrades. So you can earn upgrades that give you more more health, uh, more uh, special powers. So kind of like the weapons that you get from the enemies in a normal Mega yeah. Man game, you can just get those by, by spending... Uh, the, you spend nuts, okay? Um, but it's gorgeous. Um, probably the best-looking Mega Man. And, and let's just be fair, it's not Mega Man, mm-hmm. but it's so Mega Man. The whole yeah. one life thing kind of reminds me of Rogue Legacy. Does that does that seem fair? Yeah, it, it's except there's no there's, there's no, no real progression. Yeah, there's no consistent progression. Your run is your run. Okay. So and then you're ranked on how far you got. Um, yeah. At the end of every stage, and when you beat the boss, you collect a bunch. You get a bunch of rewards. You get a power up, and then you get to choose one of three of the next stages. And the cool thing about this game is that all the stages are generated before you play. So they're never the same. And the, I don't know, man. Like when, like Mega Man games are meticulously crafted to have those level designs and things that teach you how the things work, the new new enemy types, and it's very designed in a specific way to teach you things. And in a randomly generated dungeon, I don't think that's really possible. I didn't think it was either. Yeah. Um, but the, I don't know what algorithm he's using to generate these levels. But it's 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 a combination of. 
it's things you know, and it's things that you learn easily. Like, the enemy types might change color, but that will just change the attack that they use. Um, And everything in the environment, if you've played Mega Man, makes sense. So when the disappearing, reappearing blocks show up, you know what to do. When you have to wall jump up the side of a wall, you know what to do. It telegraphs what it's wanting you to do very well. Wow. Yeah. So that's an impressive feat. It is. It is. I was shocked at how much like I would jump into a level, and since I had played so much Mega Man, I just knew what to do. I knew how to take down the enemies. I knew what the game wanted me to do, and it just it just works, and it gets addictive seeing how far you can get in one run. Um, Yeah. It has co-op. It also has a casual mode that you can just jump into and pick three perks to play. Um. And there's also daily challenges, and the challenges range from a casual daily challenge to a super hardcore daily challenge. And what do the challenges award you with? Uh, more nuts. Okay. And you, as long as you keep going, you can spend the nuts to buy the upgrades. Uh, but as soon as you die, the run ends. You get to cash in your nuts and start a new run. So. Uh, when's this getting out of early access, if there is a date? I don't know if there's a date yet, but it seems like he updates the game every two weeks. There's a countdown clock on the main menu that says, next update coming in how many ever days. Yeah. That gameplay is so tight. Yeah, it's... it. God damn, it's good. It, 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 it's, it's Mega Man X. I mean, it feels like Mega Man X. Yeah. It's it's definitely something I would check out. Do you know how much it is, Drew? I, I don't remember how much it was. I want to say fifteen dollars. I may be wrong. Yeah, it's totally worth fifteen to twenty dollars. Like easy. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys, you guys have convinced me. Like Mega Man X is one of my favorite games of all time. So I have to check this out for sure. Yeah, like visually, it's. I love the designs they're using, but I mean, it is borderline copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> well, Mighty Number no. Nine is not out yet, so might yeah. As well. And th- that was kind of what was funny was when Mighty Number no. Nine got delayed again. The, the the guys that make Twenty XX put out a big press release saying, "Hey, you should play this until then." And they're totally right. You should play this game. It's it is super good. Yeah. Um, and then last night I kind of went down a rabbit hole of playing a bunch of GameCube games. What 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 games? Uh, well I I checked out. Um, I dabbled in Bloody Roar: Primal Fury. Because <laughs> I remember how much I enjoyed that series, and I remember the Cube one being pretty good. Yeah, um, I haven't played that game since PS One. Yeah, um, it's impressive that it still holds up as well as it does. But it is very much a simplistic. It's made by the guys that made those Naruto games on the GameCube, mm-hmm. the real simple, fast-paced, like two-button fighters. They're fun. They're dumb. Nothing special. Um, I spent probably about two hours playing Super Mario Sunshine. I love that game. That game, it's still so good. I don't um, know why that game gets so much crap. That I, That's one of my favorite Mario. I think that is my favorite 3D Mario game. It is so different um, in the it mechanics works. that you have to use. Yeah. And it's just but like... It worked so well. It did. It worked so well. And... I can, still can't get over... The GameCube might be one of the most underappreciated pieces of technology ever made. Because, yeah. like, the graphics on those games that were designed for the GameCube still hold up. That game looks phenomenal. It does. It still has some of the best water effects I've ever seen in the game. Yep. It's it's just simply gorgeous. 
Um, and I also played through the first level of Piano 3. <laughs> I, I remember seeing the box art of that and people <laughs> making fun of the, the ass chiff thing. Yes, yes. Yeah. That game, it's made by Shinji Mikami. Um, it was one of the Capcom 5. If you remember, Capcom made an exclusive deal with Nintendo to publish five exclusive games for the system. Some of the best games on that system came out of that Capcom 5. You're right. Uh, Resident Evil 4, Beautiful Joe. Uh, I forget what the other ones were, but th- they were all quality games. Uh, and Piano 3 is one of those games that is like mechanically super interesting. Um, but even to this day, I still can't get over how stiff the controls are. Like, if the controls were a little more action gamey, that game could have been something super special for me. Um, and it's it's hard to describe it without actually playing it, but it's very hard to maneuver in that game, in a game that's really revolving around maneuvering. So... But no, it was it was fun jumping back into the GameCube. Well, what even what even compelled you to go back into the GameCube all of a sudden? I don't know. Like I'd been fiending to play Mario Sunshine for a while because it's been it's probably been a good five or six years since I touched it last, and I just keep thinking about that game because that's one of the few Mario games I haven't revisited hmm. in a long yeah. time. So it is of no, Mario Sunshine. No, What's that? Eternal Darkness? You know Eternal Darkness? Yeah, I, I haven't played that in a long time. You should uh, revisit that. I could. Um, if I remember correctly, that game had a weird combat system where it was like you you aimed at specific body parts. Yep. You did, yeah. I just wonder how that game would work now. with its. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think me and Matt are planning on doing it for uh, Halloween this year. <laughs> that, was a, that was an interesting game. And of course, at some point, I need to play Twin Snakes again. That's a good game. Yeah, yeah that Revolver Ocelot fight would be real easy this time. Oh, of course, because you can go into first-person mode. Exactly. Um, I think that's it. I did play a bunch of Far Cry Primal. I'm not going to talk about Far Cry Primal. Are you under embargo? or? Uh, I think you can give impressions of it. I mean, if you uh-huh. want to know about it. Um, I, I've only played about an hour and a half. Okay. Um, and I'm kind of of two minds of it. Like, the first half hour, I thought, was fantastic. And the second, you know, 45 minutes to an hour, I really didn't... It didn't grab me. So I don't want to speak too much on it, because, like I said, I've only played an hour and a half of what's probably a 30 to 40 hour game. Right. Um, but right now, that would not be the game I would buy this week. <laughs> if okay. I was If I was just buying one. But I do hope it gets better. I'm not reviewing it, so... That's why I haven't played a bunch of it. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Alright. I, I did play more Rocket League since it came out on Xbox One this week. They sent us a couple codes to play that, so... Game's still good. Uh, runs well, I hope? Yeah, runs fine. Nice. Uh, speaking of this week, what's coming out this week? There's quite a bit coming out this week. List them. Agatha Christie's The ABC Murders. Oh man, I can't wait for that. Yeah, that's out this uh, week. 
Hello. Is that is that sarcasm or is that a, are you yes. for realsies? Yes. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the, the, uh, I don't I don't know what you like, man. The, there's legitimately like I'm sure Dave Parley's like, yeah, let's let's rock the Agatha Christie ABC murders. Dude, he, yeah, he loves those games, but I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of a fan of Hercule Poirot, so I have a slight interest in it, but not really. I was gonna say I offered this game up a couple weeks ago, and nobody wanted it. What's uh, we'll see at the top. She's like, an author. Author, oh, okay. Yeah, she did like uh, she created Hercule Poirot, and um, like a, it was like a long series of novels. They had like a television show based on them and everything. <laughs> Well, that game is out this week. Uh, Bit Trip presents Runner 2 Future Legend of Rhythm Alien. Say that three times fast. No thanks. That's a Bit Trip game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Far Cry Primal is out this week. Mega Man Legacy Collection is out this week on disc and 3DS, because I don't think the 3DS version came out when it came out back in November. Um, Ninja Sinky DX is out for the PlayStation 4 this week. Some indie game, I guess? I I don't know what that is. Mm. Uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Uh, the Walking Dead Michonne Episode 1. Oh, right. The, uh, how many episodes of that are they going to do, do you know? Four or five? Mm. I think. I'm pretty sure it's a full-fledged like, Walking Dead game. Yeah. So uh, why did they call it a side story instead of just calling it Michonne? Probably because they want to make Walking Dead Season 3 about... Ah, right. Um, The Flame and the Flood is out for Xbox One and PC this week. That is a roguelike Lewis and Clark type game? Uh, It's a lot like Don't Starve. Okay. We'll have a review after that on Wednesday or Thursday. We've had that review for a while. Just haven't been able to put it up. Uh, Tiny Troopers Joint Ops is out on consoles this week. I swear I thought that said sodomy. Wait, your mind's <laughs> the gutter can. Uh, well, it's the 3DS game and it says S-A-D-A-M-E. So I'm assuming that's Saddam? Saddam? Saddam Hussein. Yes. Bin Laden's beard. Yeah, John's beard. Yeah. That's, that's out this week for the 3DS. Uh, nothing for the Wii U. Big surprise. Well, that's it. So, relatively two big games, a few other interesting games. Lots of games coming out. March, I think, is the place when a lot of, a lot of interesting titles are coming out. Well, a bunch of them were supposed to be... I remember, we were originally supposed to have Mirror's Edge and Deus Ex by now. <laughs> yeah, that's not coming for a while now, right? Uh, I think Deus Ex is August and Mirror's Edge is May, I want to say. Have they pushed Deus Ex that far? Yep. Jesus. Hey, you didn't augment your pre-order, Drew. I never asked for this. <laughs> <laughs> God, that thing was a train wreck. So the guy, uh, the main character in Far Cry Primal is voiced by the same guy that plays Adam Jensen. <laughs> wow. Great actor. Uh, but also to note, Far Cry Primal does not feature any English dialogue. I would hope not. Yes. It's all a uh, prehistoric language. Uh, and T.C. Carter's in it. Did they say where it takes place? 10,000 B.C. 
I mean, yeah, but in like, Euro- what, in, like uh, in Europe, uh, I'm trying to think of the the, the region. Uh, there's a, like a ten minute video where they talk about the area that they modeled the world after, and it's in Central Europe, I think. Gotcha. So let's talk about news. So the Oculus was five hundred and ninety nine dollars. Yep. The HTC Vive got its price this morning. $799. Golly. You forgot the U.S. dollars in front of that. No, I know. Uh, I was trying to refrain from making the, the PlayStation joke, but yeah, this thing is coming yeah. in early April. So, um, I'm not I'm not too keen on VR news, because I don't... It doesn't really interest me too much, but what are the differences between the like the specs? What's the pros and cons of each each type? The Oculus is shipping without the the controllers, you know, the, the handle controllers they were showing off. Mm-hmm. Um, the HTC Vive is shipping with, like, a room setup. So you need to put, like, these sensors at the four corners of the room, and it will track your movement, I guess. Okay. Which is why it's, you know, $200 more. At least that's my understanding. I don't know as much about these VR things other than I will never buy them. Because that's like that's the price of a decent gaming PC. You can make actually something that runs every game out now till next year at 1080p at maximum resolution for $850. Yeah. And the Vive is 800 bucks. Yep. And there are not a ton of games for that thing. That's the problem with VR, isn't it? It's about the software. What What's the one game on VR that you're like, oh man, I, I just have to play this. There's nothing, right? I can't. Uh, for me, the one game I'd like to try, presuming that VR actually works for me, is Elite Dangerous. Because everybody said that with the current, like the dev kit Oculus, mm-hmm. that it's pretty incredible. But do you think you could play a game that large for that long with a headset on? Well, I mean, I'm probably not for more than an hour at a time, but that's all I get to play anyway. Yeah, I mean, I guess if you, I just, I've never sat and thought, I want to play the next Doom with a with a headset on my head, you know. Right. It's just never appealed to me. But this pretty much the the, the big thing about this announcement is that this now leaves one company left to announce a price, and they're probably the only ones who are going to break any kind of. You know, big consumer market if they price it right, which is PlayStation. Right. So, well, Sony has always been keen on losing money on their hardware in order to make money on the long run, right? Well, so, not really. Let's let's remember the PlayStation Three. Yeah, they lost money on each unit sold, selling at a six hundred dollars. That's insane. Yeah, it is insane, but that's that's totally true. Same thing with the PS Two. Same thing with the. I'm not sure, actually. I'm not sure about the PS4, but the PS3 and PS2, I know that for certain. So we'll see. Well, I just don't know. I mean, VR is just starting, mm-hmm. and we have three. Three extremely expensive pieces of hardware that don't all play the same games. It just it seems like a weird place to start. It really is. But a lot of people, uh, especially people in the media, are saying it's, it's going to be a, the wave of the future. So we'll see. We'll see where that goes. I don't know. I just don't think. I don't think six hundred, eight hundred, or even four hundred is consumer friendly prices for those things. 
No. Yeah, well, at the same time, reviewers also said Street Fighter Five was an eight out of ten. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, true. The the bitterness is strong. Yep. The yep. bitterness is strong with this one. There's plenty of news stories about Street Fighter Five, by the way. Most yeah. of them are updates that you should now be able to log in. Hey, now you should be able to log in. Hey, you should be able to log in. Hey, try it again. Yeah, you should be able to log in now. So, in the spirit of games coming to every platform, I'm always excited when I hear announcements of another game coming to another platform. The PlayStation 4 is finally getting Smite. Oh, good. So, I believe that entered beta this week. I don't uh, even know what that is. It's a third-person action MOBA. It's been out on PC and Xbox One for... Xbox One's been out for about a year, year and a half. PC's been longer. Mm-hmm. It's a real popular free-to-play MOBA-style game. It's uh, it's a good fit for the consoles, too, based on its controls, too. The third yes. person really works well. It, it does work well on Xbox One. I'm sure it'll be just as good on PlayStation 4. Yep. I think it's made by some guys based in Atlanta. Oh, I can't think of the name of the company off the top of my head. But, yeah. Anyway. Uh, Quantum Break has gone gold. That game is ready. I hope that game is good, man. I, I, I love games like Alan Wake and you know, the Max Payne stuff, so I hope this one's good, too. And we talked about the outcry last week, didn't we? Yes, we did. Okay. Um, what probably the got outcry long, about what? Uh, Quantum Break's coming to PC now, as well as Xbox One. And Xbox okay. One fanboys had a fit. Why? Because. What's it matter? Because it's not exclusive to the Xbox anymore. Well, <laughs> it's um. I think there are Big cases deal. where you can complain about games going multi-platform, where it actually has any kind of weight other than, other than your short-sighted selfishness, and this is not one of them. No, Quantum Break coming to PC is a good thing. You want to talk about something stupid? It's not coming to Steam. Yeah, that's that's Microsoft. No, they went down that road once before. It didn't work out too well for them. Uh, there's a patch out for Firewatch that supposedly significantly improves the PS4 performance. Um, I don't have any way to test that. I never played it. I, I did hear reports that uh, it was laggy on PS4, so hopefully it helps things along a little bit. Yeah, I heard the same thing. It was kind of weird. It didn't strike me as a game that demanded a lot of power. I think, as you said, I think it's all about the optimization, and some people just don't spend enough time in it, and it just ends up being like a shit show. Yep. <laughs> um, sorry, I can't shake this cough. I keep having to mute. Yeah, I've been blowing my nose the entire time. Lovely. Thanks. Could have gone without I'm knowing that. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm mute. I'm mute. Could have kept that behind the face of the clock. Why don't you share what color the mucus is too while you're at it? Here. <laughs> it's clear. It's clear. We're good. Okay. Uh, Just Cause 3's expansion pass uh, has been announced. Uh, when they, they talked about the season pass, they said there would be three packs, an air, a land, and a sea pack. And considering how over-the-top Just Cause is, you're like, well, what could they really add? In the first expansion, the trailer came out this week. It's the air one. It's literally an air fortress, and he gets a goddamn jetpack. <laughs> so you wow. can you can just fly, and that's awesome. fantastic. And they tease the ground one. It's a giant mech. Just causes so beautifully ridiculous. 
That seems good, yeah. Yeah. I'll probably jump back into that. <laughs> Shit. I don't think there was a case in any game where adding a jetpack made the game worse. I can't think of one. Yeah, there there has to be none none as an example. Uh, did anybody buy the Fallout 4 season pass? No. Nope. Well, you missed out on that discount. Uh, oh, well. It was 30 bucks when they announced it, and now it's 50 because they're going to make more DLC. And this, this is one of those things that really irks me about season passes. You You put one out there just to say you're going to have one before you even know what you're going to do. Because if you knew what you were going to do, you wouldn't have sold it for $30. So it's another case of, hey, we're trying to sell you this thing before we even know what this thing is. Um, As far as the content itself, um, I believe they announced three or four packs... Uh, it's three. And the first one was allows you to build robots and, like, I guess have robots patrol your settlements and things like that. Uh, the second one is essentially Fallout Pokemon. Wow. So, so you can catch uh, uh, creatures and raiders and things in cages. You and, can catch actual human beings and use them as your slaves. Yeah, and you can, like, put them in arenas to have them fight. That's, wow. That sounds unethical. Um, and then the third no, expansion... No more unethical than blowing people's brains all over the place. Well, that's true. Which they is were a part trying of to kill you game. first, though. I mean, come on. Yeah. Self-defense. Not all of them. Um, well, based on how you play. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, the third expansion is the, the meaty one, the full-on story mode expansion. Um, and will take place on a separate area, which they're saying is the biggest expansion area they've ever created, so that means it's bigger than... Uh, the Shivering Isles, or things like that. Hmm. Uh, the packs are 10 bucks for the first one, the one with the robots, 5 bucks for the Pokemon one, and 25 bucks for the story one. Um, but they said there will be more DLC coming, at least I would hope so, because otherwise that adds up to less than 50 bucks If you bought it separately. So. But yeah, more Fallout's coming. Yeah, don't buy season passes. Well, this if you'd have bought this oh. one, you'd get a big discount. I'm going to buy the Ooh. season pass for The Witcher, because it's only 25 bucks and you get, like, 40 or 50 hours of content. Yeah. Well, that, you know, Project Red is kind of the exception to the rule, isn't it? Yeah. They're always the exception to everything. Yep. Oh, uh, I thought I had something else. What the hell else did I want to talk about? I must have forgot. There's no Destiny 2 this year. Good. That's been confirmed. Instead, there will be a new big expansion pack. There's people also still playing that game a lot, like a decent amount of people. I don't know. <laughs> it seems to have died off. At least I don't hear anybody talking about it ever. Yeah, timelines or anything. So not since the Taken King came out. Um, that's it. So we don't have any emails. I just checked that. But we do have Twitter. Uh, Adam says, Holy shit, new podcast segment. Guess what game Gambus is playing? That was fucking funny shit. That was a very interesting thing. We guessed for a good solid ten minutes. <laughs> Did you guys get it right? Nope. Eventually he had to tell us what he was playing. 
Uh, Mookie says, Woot, Street Fighter V OST is available for sale on Steam games. Um, <laughs> that, that makes me easy. I bought the collector's edition of Street Fighter V because I thought it had exclusive DLC in it and the statue looked cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, the DLC that was in it was not for the game. It was for five tracks from the soundtrack. Ugh. Not even uh, the whole soundtrack. Maybe maybe that is the whole soundtrack, Ken. You never know. Oh, I do know because they're numbered <laughs> out of order. Oh, that's bad. I can tell you the numbers. It's sitting on my desk. It's literally just a zip file of MP3s. Do they have uh, Rashid's Dim in there? Because I like that theme. Uh, let me pull it up and see. They uh, have uh, like a Vine or something like that or like a YouTube video of Rashid's Dim with the, that prankster that was dressed up like an Arab person. And he was dropping like a bag in front of people, and people were just booking it every single time he showed up. Oh, along with the Rashid themed out, made me laugh a lot harder than they probably should have. Um, the the sampler soundtrack comes with track two called Street Fighter Five, track seven called Bustling Side Street Alternative China Stage, <laughs> <laughs> track oh wait disc and that was my band's name in college. That was just the tracks from disc one. Then the tracks from disc two I got are Theme of Ryu. Theme of Nash and Theme of Rashid. Oh. How much did you have to pay for this position? A hundred dollars. Ah, can can can. Yeah, but how much of that was the giant statue? That statue's pretty boss. I ain't gonna lie. It's 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 pretty big Ryu statue. But that makes like the fourth Ryu statue I have, and I'm kind of it's kind of approaching that Batman status of how many Batman statues I have. How many Batman statues do you have? I think I have five. Damn. Well, it's like every game that he comes in, he gets to be in the statue. So, like, I have one from DC Universe Online. It has Batman in it. I have one from Injustice. Of course it has Batman in it. Um, I have two from Arkham, the Arkham games. He's in one of those. The other one's the Joker. So, Hmm. I have too many statues that I don't need. I also yeah. pre-ordered. I also pre-ordered the Ryu Amiibo, and I don't know why. <laughs> Just that you're complaining about how much statues you have. Yeah, yeah. I bought another one. Hey, I'll buy that Bayonetta Amiibo too. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> and then Drew and somebody named the Rubber Band Man had a conversation about uh, DualShock Threes and PS Vita TVs. And, um, yeah, he's playing Persona. Holy Whoa. God! Oh, I did. That's what you sounded like, Drew. (laughs) It's like talking to the world's most obnoxious sub-robot. Oh my god, that was hilarious. Like, I apologize to everybody listening to this. Because I think we just destroyed your speakers in your car, if you're listening to it in your car. Well, we had to improvise today. Yes. Uh, Mookie says, I think one of the best games to play while waiting for play Overwatch is Monday Night Combat. That game was pretty good. Yeah, forgot all about that game. It's backwards compatible on Xbox One. Good luck finding anybody playing. It's true. How many people... Did, didn't it have bots? It did have bots, but it was better with other people. Everything's better with other people, Drew. They got a free-to-play one on PC. Even masturbation's better with people. But it wouldn't be masturbating, Ken. be with other people, so... You don't know that. Maybe they're just doing that together. 
Mm, the circle. That's gotcha. not, I don't want the circle. That's okay. the circle of life. The circle that's, of That's the only way it works if, if it's not alone, Ken. I'm sorry. What if you're you just in the it. same room? Nah. Sorry. Although, I do have a story about that. Oh, oh about my God. Things. I don't... What? <laughs> I don't know uh, that I want to hear your story about that. It's, it's not my personal story, so I can tell it. Sure, it's not. Uh, well, I'll say his name was not me. His his um, name just happened to be um, um, um his name was H. Yes. John Doe was his name. John W. Original. But um yeah, I'm not sure if I want to tell I'm not sure if you want to hear this story. You just brought it up and like and set it up and and did Okay, this- okay, okay. So the thing is um a friend of mine had a, had this roommate during college time. And this guy was a Chronic masturbator. I mean, when I mean chronic, I mean constant. Like he, like he did it to Doctor Dre. Um, <laughs> did he do it? Doesn't, it didn't to... have to be to anything. It just happened at all times of the day. And the way he happened would conceal himself, it's got to be hard to hold down a job. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I haven't followed up on his uh, his livelihood uh, since we got out of college. But um, my my friend is a good guy. But he got. Man, he got stuck with one of the worst possible scenarios ever. And this guy would basically have a blanket wrapping his body at all times. It was this brown, like, furry-looking blanket that he would always wear. It used to be and white. <laughs> it might it might as well be. And every time we would go knock on the door, we would say, like, no, you go knock instead to see if our friend was in to get him out. And then when he, when he would show up with, you know, wearing that blanket on... And just, just constant, just stains, the smells. Uh, oh god, oh, god, Jesus! It's this just is the worst story I, ever. I, <laughs> what kind of mind do you have to be in order to be just whacking it twenty four seven at all times with someone else in the room? It's weird. Have you? Yeah, has anybody ever? Weird. Has anybody ever watched Sons of Anarchy? No. There's a guy. There's a guy in that show who who was the same thing. He was a chronic masturbator. So the rival motorcycle gang cut his hands off. Oh God! Oh man, that's hilarious. Oh, uh, anyway, next tweet. Let's let's hope it's as colorful as that one. Uh, Mookie says, "I really want to continue where I left off from The Witcher Three, but that Family Matters quest tra- terrifies me." Oh, uh, which one's that? Isn't that the Bloody Baron? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. That Dude, quest, don't let that quest terrify you. That quest is awesome. Yeah, it's especially awesome considering it, there's so many different ways it can go. So many different ways, and then there's a there's a follow up quest called the or I can't remember if the quest is called this or if just the 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 part is called this, but the Whispering Hillock, which is also connects to that quest and can have dramatic effects on the outcome. That quest. Like intertwines with so much else going yeah, on does. in that story. Although I think the quests in Skellige are even better. Yeah, there's some pretty good ones over there. Uh, Mookie says dim mods on XCOM 2 are amazing. It adds more awesomeness to the game. He also tweeted, "Holy crap!" <laughs> with the price of the Vive got announced. <laughs> Uh, he also sent us a video question, which I had listened to before the show because it really wouldn't work playing it on the show. 
Mm-hmm. But essentially his question was, um, and I think this has to do with Plants vs. Zombies, um, talking about multi-platform play being able to allow all systems into one pool of players. And that's a great idea, and it happens on PlayStation 4 and PC. Um, and it sometimes happens on Xbox One and PC, but Microsoft is very closed about allowing things outside of there. Uh, for example, Rocket League is not cross-play. Uh, DC Universe, when it comes to Xbox One, will not be cross-play. And not to mention, PlayStation and Xbox are never going to have cross-play. Yeah. Yeah. So, it's a cool idea, and I think it would be awesome, but nobody likes to play well together. Sadly. Uh, he also says, PVZ Garden Warfare 2 is an awesome game so far. Still waiting for the official release for online multiplayer. Enough till Overwatch releases. Man, everybody's up for this Overwatch game, right? Overwatch is crazy. Um, Nivex says, Hi guys, if there's only one game you're allowed to pre-order for this year, what is it? Uh, Drew would have said Street Fighter Five a week ago. Yeah, that that's changed dramatically. <laughs> uh, I don't know. What's the big games? I'm just, I, there's a lot of games coming out this year, but I'm trying to think of the one. That Persona I would... Five. What? Persona, Persona five. five is a good choice. See, that wouldn't be for me, but yeah, I don't care about that. I'm trying to think. What I'm sure it's a great game. I just I don't care about it. God. There's a lot of games coming out this week, and the only one I know that's been delayed so far officially is Scalebound. And I wanted that game this year. Yeah, I did too. God, I'm trying to think. You, you, uh, okay, Zelda. Oh, uh, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, I love that series so much, and to finally see it come to the Wii U, and from what I've seen of it, that's probably going to be my game of the year as long as it turns out good. What have you seen of it, though? I've seen the open world. Uh, I've seen the combat. I've seen the visuals. Mm. I'm just—I'm a huge Zelda fan. Right. Um, Skyward Sword probably would have been my game of the year had it not been so goddamn long. <laughs> and that was not a very good Zelda game. True this. Uh, yeah, I don't... I can't... I mean, there's a lot of games I know I'm going to love. I'm sure Quantum Break's going to be awesome. I'm sure Uncharted 4 is going to be awesome. The uh, the concept of pre-order is not something that I, I do often. It's not like a game that I want. When I look at pre-order, I think about the games that are going to be limited, right? Yeah. Like, for example, I might have considered pre-ordering the, the Fire Emblem thing, the Collector's Edition that has all three. And that sold out within like three hours of it being yeah. released. So that was not kind of like not not possible to get. So I would have to think about like limited edition games or games that are going to be hard to get. Maybe like Bravely Second would be hard to get because it's a 3DS game and Nintendo's shit with putting out enough stocks. Yeah. But like I don't I don't know really. I don't pre-order games too much. I do it a lot when like you said like it's a really weird release. Like back in the day, I would have pre-ordered like a sh- a shmup. Right. Because they're only gonna they're only gonna send what people pre-order. They're not gonna. Mm-hmm. You know, so I would pre-order something like that. Um, I usually do pre-order games just because I know I'm probably going to buy them anyway. Right. But 
yeah, I'd, I'd definitely go out of my way to pre-order something that's that's going to be rare or hard to find. Like, I'll pre-order King of Fighters just to make sure I get my disc. Because I don't think they're going to print a lot of those. Probably not, based on a lot of the feedback that they've been getting lately. Yeah, I mean, I want to own it. I've always enjoyed the King of Fighter games, so... You know, the funny thing about the whole Street Fighter V fiasco is that any other fighting game coming out this year is most likely going to be better than Street Fighter V at launch. Yep. And it's going to be compared by it, and it's going to benefit off of it. Oh, absolutely. Speaking of that, we have a tweet about Street Fighter V. It comes from Sean. He says, like we joked the other day, Ed Boon wouldn't have gotten a pass if MK, MK released like Street Fighter V did. Uh, I don't. I don't really know that. Is I mean, is Capcom getting a pass? Yep. I don't feel like they're getting a pass. They're getting an extreme pass. You think so? Go on. I mean, pretty much, pretty much everything I've seen so far has been uh, headlines about how broken the game is and how it's never up and running. Let's go. Let's let's reference the Games Radar article that specifically says gamers prefer quantity over quality. That's why they're banging on Street Fighter V. Well, I mean, there's a difference between getting a free pass and one reviewer saying... No, we're talking about the the, the quality or the, the reviews that it got on day one, which is the ones uh, that kind of matter for sales. And it yeah. landed somewhere around 84, 82 Metacritic. So you're... With- you're talking about a free pass from the gaming journalism community. Oh, it's getting not a free, from it, the actual community. Oh, the community's giving it a pass too. Just ask Drew with the comments he got on his review for for shitting on it. Yeah, oh. I, stupid. I mean, people are defending this, and you know they're not having a good time. Well, we were. I must be hanging around in the wrong areas of the internet because pretty much everything I've seen has been, "God, this game sucks." You follow smart people. I guess. <laughs> but, like, even last night, I was chatting with somebody, and, like, I was going back and forth, because he and I were having the same issues. Like, I can't find people online. I can't get in matches online. And you just get these random comments from people, like, it works fine for me. It's fine. Works fine for me. I'm like, no. You're lucky that it works fine for you, but the majority of people are having an issue with this game. And if it was working fine, like they were saying, then why wouldn't they be playing the game instead of checking their feed for no reason at all? All you got to do is, like you said, bring up the Street Fighter V server feed. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's 100% proof right there that that game is broke. <laughs> you can sugarcoat it any way you want, but that that game is broke. And and I do believe Capcom's getting a pass on the content, too, because anytime you question the content... You get ten people coming back going, it's got everything I want. That's cool. But it does not have everything it should have. I I think when you love something, there's a difference between like a fanatical following where you're kind of like a yes man and you do whatever. You you just kind of take the crap and like it, whether you truly do or not. And there's a kind where you want to push that game forward because you know how good it can be, and it was. So you want it to live up to a standard. Street Fighter is supposed to be the golden child of the fighting game community. Absolutely. It's supposed to be the best of the best. And it single-handedly revitalized fighting games in the modern era with Street Fighter 4. Mm-hmm. So when they come back with Street Fighter 5 in this state, the, 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 the disappointment isn't just about like selfishness or what people were expecting on their, based on their unfair perception or whatever other, uh, what other people might say. 
is that we know what it can be, what it was, and what it was promised, and it was none of those things. It's just factually speaking, an incomplete game. So I, everyone trying to defend it in some way or another has their has something very very screwed in their in their perception. Yep, and it's it's a sad it's a sad thing that other games may get the idea that this is okay. I hope that this is never considered okay. Sixty dollars for this game is a crime. That's a fucking joke. Alright, last tweet comes from Anthony says, Don't really have time to think of any questions or anything, so just thanks for what you guys do for us. Thanks for listening. Always. But uh, if you do want to tweet us, you can tweet us at N4G Podcast. If you want to send us emails, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. If you want to follow us um, individually, Jay is at Baduside Jay. Drew is at DML Fury, Ryan is at R Wombold, and Drew, or I'm sorry, at John is at John W U K. You can follow me in the site at ZTGD. And I think that's it. All so, right. It's time to go play more Street Fighter, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, what a week. What a world. What a world. Hopefully we got, we got all of our Street Fighter 5 co- comments out of the way for this week. And then we can revisit it fresh come March when the updates are out. I want that game. I think that's the worst part is I want I want to be playing that game. Mm. Yeah. And I and I really can't because you know, I can't get into matches with Drew. Uh we can't have a lobby where all of us can play together. Yeah. And I'm afraid to play the single player stuff to earn fight money because I'm afraid it's gonna kick me off. All very realistic. Uh, fears, actually. I know, and it's sad. Yeah. It really depresses yeah, see, me. The uh, proverbial rock in a hard place. Yeah. Yep, because I loved what I played of it. I was, I was actually like, I got the trophy for spending thirty minutes in training mode because I was enjoying learning the characters. Right. And like, I just have very little interest to boot that game up right now because of all the issues. But anyway, that's it. Unless anybody has anything else. Uh, that's under it. Paradise, episode three coming out soon. What of uh, Thunder? I, I, I forgot the name of it already. I'm a terrible person. <laughs> I, c- I couldn't get it to roll off my tongue. Thunder in yeah. a pair of dice, right? Thunder in a pair yeah. of dice. All right, look forward to that this week and uh, more Persona this week, right? Absolutely. Yeah, follow that on Phoenix Down, ZTGD Phoenix Down on Twitter. I, don't, I really don't know how to end shows when Jason's not here. Uh, let's just say Xeno Gears a couple times in the one of the show. Xeno Gears? Xeno Gears. 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 Shit. Yep. Mario! Hero 